the ineptitude of the Republican politicians in Congress could not be uh, on better display than we saw during the hearing, the Hunter Biden hearings, the impeachment hearings for uh, the impeachment hearings for the president of the United States, which is nothing but a sham. But anyhow, these guys actually tried to doctor documents to make it seem that there was something shady going on between the president's son and one of the president's relatives. And somehow that had some sort of an impact on the president. I mean, talking about different layers of indirection to try to put one of the nation's most uh, most uh, important ways to uh, to give justice to a politician. It is just amazing that these guys are so inept. But if you're lying, you have to try. But if you're going to be lying, you at least have to try to make things done in a manner that have some plausibility or some way to succeed. That Byron Donald, whatever his name is, could the representative could bring a document and and the Democrats within the span of that hearing go do their research and find out that what he had was plagiarism. What he had was doctored. It just shows you which side of the aisle has the intellect, which side of the aisle does the work, which side of the aisle is into doing things the moral way, the ethical way. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. No new facts were introduced that, that weren't already entered into the record. That did not stop the theatrics in the Republicans and it did, did not stop members of the committee from pretending they had evidence like that. Most notably, Florida Congressman Byron Donalds. Next slide, please. For my colleagues on the other side, we're going to start talking evidence now. Oh, this is a fun one. Ladies and gentlemen, this one is from 2018. This is about four months before Joe Biden launched his campaign for president of the United States, December 2018. The highlight is, this is a text message between Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was in a bad way, by the way. He was, he was really strung out. He lost a bunch of money. He needed help. Jim Biden says, this can work. You need a safe harbor. I can work with your father alone. It'll probably take several months and everybody can read the text. Now, again, none of that's actual evidence of an impeachable offense by President Joe Biden. But the real issue with that presentation is that the congressman from Florida apparently brought in fabricated Photoshop slides of text messages as his supposed evidence, which eliminated the actual context and was incredibly deceptive. And he was subsequently called out on it in the hearing by his colleague, New York Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Earlier today, one of our colleagues, a gentleman from Florida, presented up on this screen something that looked, appeared to be a screenshot of a text message containing or insinuating an explosive allegation. That screenshot of what appeared to be a text message was a fabricated image. It was a fabricated image. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it was the staff of the committee, but it was not the actual direct screenshot from that phone. And in fact, I would like to submit to the committee the actual full context from 
as a, from the Ziegler affidavit number one, exhibit 402 of the full text of that exchange. Do I have permission from the chair? Importantly, what was brought out from, from that fabricated image excluded critical context that changed the underlying meaning and allegation that was presented up on that screen by this committee and by, by members of this committee. This was one, this was a really striking moment. There was a much larger part of the, the, the text that sort of altered what, what that conversation about getting a job was really uh, about. How did, how did you catch that? And what does it say that that's the evidence they're using in this, their first impeachment inquiry? Well, you know, I think this just speaks to the tremendous amount of teamwork that we've been able to accomplish on the House Oversight Committee. Of course, uh, it's an honor to be the vice ranking member under Congressman Jamie Raskin, who we just heard from. And I think the leadership and the collaboration in that committee and also the depth and dedication of work, people have been pouring over these documents, at least those documents that House Republicans are even divulging before and sharing with the public before the hearing. But, um, but, you know, I think immediately, when this screenshot was raised first, this was not something that that had been seen before, but vaguely had seemed familiar. I think we had our committee staff really tearing through every possible document to try to piece together how this possibly even came to be. And I think we were finally able to match up in real time uh, what the actual context was as opposed to what uh, what Congressman Byron Donalds chose to put on that screen. And it really cannot be understated how deceptive that was to take to take critical messages out of context, to tear apart the context that they're in, and then to Photoshop a text message bubble to make it look like it's reconstructed back on a phone. And this is supposed to be the Republican case for impeachment. I mean, at this point, we should be investigating the investigation <laughs> for for the, the ethical conduct that is happening on the Republican side of the aisle. And I think, frankly, they knew, the Republican Party knew that this was cooked and done from the beginning. Their star witnesses that they called in today said in their opening statements that there is not evidence to support articles of impeachment against the president of the United States. And so this was done from the start. I am quite not really sure why they decided to embarrass themselves in this manner today, um, but it was evident. You could feel it. It was palpable in the hearing room. You saw Byron Donalds there in that split screen. He himself was embarrassed, slouching in his chair. I don't know what was quite going through their minds. But, you know, this is all that these Republican politicians have. They have no other answer. When you have policies that are based on lies, when you have uh, things that you're trying to accomplish to, for supposedly for your people that are really for uh, the corporatocracy, uh, the only way you can have people support you is to lie to them. And that is what they are great at showboating and lying. And when you confront them uh, head on, fact-based, but not only fact-based, but bring the communities in so that they can see the evil within, so that they can see how these people operate out in an unethical manner, then you can make 
make headway. But the first thing that has to come is you have to be willing to engage them. You have to be willing to meet them where they are and knock them out where they are. And I'm talking figuratively, of course, because I tell you, their lies have a tendency to metastasize. That is why some polls show this race sort of close, because the lying, the, the, the constancy of the lies, the constancy of the misinformation, the, uh, the un, un, unanswered misinformation that's out there, the, the, uh, the Democrats using the wrong type of informational sources to get to their people, using elitist uh, elitist. Uh, uh, analysts, elitist consultants, instead of using grassroots people, uh, independent media to get their message out. They're, they're, the, the Democrats simply not doing things as they should. Now, you look at our grassroots folk, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It wasn't hard for her to go ahead and find that these guys were full of it. And throughout that entire hearing, the Republican politicians looked like Fools, And the reason why is they brought a case that was, first of all, a lie, but secondly, a, an unresearched, un, unrehearsed, unprepared lie. So they didn't even try to build the backstop behind this. They just thought that they would come out there, lie to the American people. The, uh, the Democrats would just huff and huff and huff because they didn't get enough information, but they forgot. Everything is electronic these days. Everything is something that folks can get access to. And you, you pay the right people uh, appropriately, and they will find the fraud. And that's exactly what uh, Alexandria Ocasio and her team did. They found the fraud. And you know what? Let, let, me, let me make a prediction. This Hunter Biden stuff will stay active in the right-wing space where, where people don't see any other news. But as far as for the rest of the country, it's done. When you have your own witnesses come out and tell you there's not enough evidence here to talk about impeachment, it is done. We have a, a closure coming in. The, the, they're, they're shutting down the government now. It is done. So uh, for all of those folks that are hoping to find something on Hunter, uh, that what Hunter has uh, some interaction between Hunter and his daddy, where the daddy was financially uh, got financial gain out of what Hunter did. Forget it. It's done. So to my dear brother, progressives and sisters, progressives, it's over. They're going to ramble about it for a minute and you're, they're going to go on TV and talk about Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. It's over. They've made the fool of themselves. And every time they go there now. That is the lens that folks are going to see this hearing through. It's over. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.